0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio, and I have one of the greatest and most awesome Christian leaders, I feel, uh, on my podcast doing an interview. Would you do me a favor and plug YouTube channels as well as websites and anything that you support out there, Uh, Mr. Kent?
1: You're very garbled there at the beginning. I only heard the last part. Say that again.
0: Well, I was asking if you have any websites that you want to plug or YouTube channels anything.
1: We've had the website, drdino.com, D-R-D-I-N-O, drdino.com for a long time. My YouTube channel, Kent Hovind, that's my name, Kent Hovind Official. And uh, come visit our dinosaur adventure land in Lenox, Alabama. It's a museum, a science center, a theme park. It's incredible. It's all free. Come on down.
0: That's awesome. I put all of Kent uh, Hovind's links in the description if anybody would like to go over, subscribe to him, comment and rate, show nothing but love, ladies and gentlemen. I also would like to uh, thank some people out there who have helped me in my walk with Christ. Uh, Obviously, Kent Hovind, Matt Powell, Smokey Saint, Mr. Batman, a.k.a. Christian Hillbilly, Jesus Freak777, Darth Dawkins, Matt Slick, Psy10, Jesus is Lord, also known as Jill, Veckel, Pastor Kenny Rhodes, Standing for Truth, Wilkin Kincaid, John Cashilla, William Lee Craig, John Lennox, and Peter Hitchens, brother of deceased Chris Hitchens, also David Wood, Mainstream Expos, Army of Christ, Grandpa Ted, Teresa Rhodes, and many others. All right. My first question would be, have you always had the ambition to be a preacher, or was there a different dream when you first started out?
1: Well, when I was 16, I gave my heart to the Lord and got saved. And I just, my mom was a teacher. My uh, older brother was a teacher. My dad was an engineer. My oldest brother was an engineer. So I had a desire to learn math and science and to teach math and science. But because I gave my heart to the Lord at 16, I really wanted to spread his word. So I wanted some way to do both, you know, use the math and science skills I have to glorify God. And I got so sick of the evolution people using science as if it backs up their theory, which is absolutely ridiculous. There is no scientific evidence for evolution. Evolution's a religion. And so about uh, see, 30 years ago now, 32 years ago, <clears throat> God put me in this ministry, creation, science, evangelism. And we chose the name drdino.com. Uh, and we just want to glorify God teaching science uh, that it proves the creation story is right. The Bible is exactly true. The Bible says God made everything in six days. Well, that would mean he made dinosaurs in those six days, and stars, he made everything. He said so. He wrote it on a rock with his finger in Exodus chapter 20, the Ten Commandments, and gave it to Moses. So it's very clear that the creation story is six literal 24-hour days, including dinosaurs, and evolutionists are absolutely trying They live millions of oh. years We want to counteract. We're having fun doing it.
0: <clears throat> your audio towards the end got a little garbled. You might be having some Internet issues over there. Are you okay now?
1: I think I, I, it sounds fine to me, but uh, I, I'm not hearing it through your program. Yeah, we're in Lenox, Alabama, just, population 35, and it gets pretty bad Internet out here.
0: Oof. I would like to show you some very, very brief uh, short clips of claims made by evolutionists that sound absolutely insane, and I'd like your opinion on it. All right. Are you ready? Here's one.
1: Our genes are a kind of archive of the remote past, and they go through us to the remote future. Henry Dawkins
0: may be my four-greats grandfather, and he's put some genes in here. But my 200 million-greats grandfather was a fish. And by the way, the same fish was your 200 million-greats grandfather, too. <laughs> So what do you think about that? That man's name is Richard Dawkins. He claims that we come from fish. He claims that we come from rats. He claims we come from slugs. Uh, what, what is he trying to tell us here?
1: Well, he knows his ancestors better than me, but those certainly are not my ancestors. Uh, all that's ever been observed, and science deals with things we can observe, study, test, and demonstrate. All that has ever been observed in the history of humanity is people produce people, cows produce cows, dogs produce dogs. There are no exceptions. Fish have babies all the time, and they turn out to be fish. And if he wants to think a fish somehow turned into a human, he's welcome to believe that, but that's not science. It's not even common sense. It's stupid. Tell him I said so. Or well, you probably can't now, but anyway. Yeah, it, it's, that's, uh, that's why I say evolution is the dumbest, the dumbest and most dangerous religion in the history of the world. He thinks Grandpa was a fish. Okay. Well, believe what you want, Richard. But it's not true. That's not science. That would be his religion.
0: Got one more uh, brief clip for you that's even more crazier than the one you just heard. There we go. You are telling us that matter arose spontaneously out of nothing.
1: The laws of nature can create something from nothing.
0: Literally nothing. 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 Literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. I don't believe that. I, I mean, completely nothing. These beliefs are barking mad. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? He's claiming that not only did evolution, but the entire universe came from absolutely nothing. Is that insane?
1: It is completely insane, but that is exactly what they believe. Worse than that. That's what they put in the textbooks to teach the next generation. I've got a giant collection of public school science textbooks, and they teach a Big Bang where a dot of near nothing exploded. They haven't, some of them don't go all the way to nothing. They go to a dot smaller than a proton. Well, <laughs> I'd say that's nothing. And it, it contained all the matter in the universe. Can you imagine fitting a whole elephant into a dot smaller than a proton, fitting the whole Pacific Ocean, all the mountains, the whole Earth? all the planets, all the sun, the sun, all the stars, into a dot of nothing. Uh, it is so stark raving mad. I'm shocked that otherwise intelligent people could believe such a dumb, dumb thing. But they do. They believe it. And I don't care what they believe. I do care that they want to use everybody's tax dollars to teach that to the next generation. Now that I care about. They should keep their religion at home. Start a church, the Big Bang Church or the dot of nothing church. And, and those who want to pay and come learn it can come learn it. But they've got it forced into all the kids in all the schools. And I'm tired of it. So our videotape, Jeffrey Dahmer, you played him. We donated our video series to his prison. And he watched our videos, and that helped him come to the Lord. We donated video our DVD series on science and the Bible to prisons all over the world. If you want to get them to your local jail or prison, give us a call. And we'll be glad to do that. So, yeah, it, once people realize, wow, there's a creator. It comes in two stages. They realize, man, the Bible's true. And then about a week later, it hits them. Oh, no, the Bible's true. Oh, no, I better do what it says. So that's where the uh, really battle starts, you know, when they realize, oh, no, that book's true. I better straighten up my life. And that's the whole goal is to get people to realize, man, God's word is true. And you better do what it says. Because we're going to face him one day.
0: It's a good point. A lot of atheists go around claiming that Charles Darwin was an atheist. Apparently, they've never read some of his books. But he says here that in order for evolution to work in the first place is you'd need an intelligent higher power, a designer, a prime mover in order to make the thing even work as unusual as the process is. And then he also stated that the highest intellectuals in the world affirm that God is real. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, yeah, he didn't go quite go all the way, but he did enough damage with the theory he created, and it wasn't even a good theory. Darwin's theory is not a theory. It's a hypothesis. It's a guess. There's no evidence at all, zero, for evolution. Uh, above variations within the kind, there are 195 varieties of chickens in the world. We've got 35 different kinds here at our dinosaur adventure land. Okay. They might have had a common ancestor called a chicken. That's it. That's all any farmer has ever seen. So Darwin realized his theory had to have some kind of beginner, some kind of creator, but still he certainly didn't believe that was the God of the Bible. And he certainly did a lot of damage to Christianity and to the Bible with his, with his theory, he turned many people away. So I think it's pretty sad. He's probably regretting that pretty deeply right now.
0: You wouldn't mind, I'd like to read this to you. This is from NASA. It says, although the Big Bang theory is widely accepted, it probably will never be proved, consequently leaving a number of tough, unanswered questions. Now, evolution is considered a theory as well. Same uh, scenario. So why is it that people fall into this?
1: Well, there's only two choices. There is a God or there isn't. Nobody's thought of a third choice. There is a God or there isn't. If there's a God, that might involve some accountability, responsibility, maybe some rules, you know, like thou shalt not. They don't want those rules. So they'd rather choose the impossible, that there is no God, the universe made itself. It's a a way of trying to conveniently get rid of rules in your life and not have God tell you what to do. That's really the whole purpose behind it.
0: Basically, like criminals, you don't want to be under any kind of laws and all that. All right. So the next question I have for you, this is one that uh, quite a few people have been arguing over, over the internet is if someone believes in God, but they hold on to an older theory um, of creation, are they in some kind of trouble? Is there an issue there?
1: Well, I think they certainly can't claim to believe in the God of the Bible. I mean, there are lots of people who claim they believe in God, but they might be thinking a tree is God or a rock is God or an animal is God. So, that's been the history of mankind, you know, worshiping animals. Uh, so yeah, if the God of the Bible is true, then certainly that's that absolutely not uh, correct. The Earth, Jesus said the creation of Adam was the beginning of the creation. Matthew 19, 4, Mark 10, 6. Uh, so they're certainly calling Jesus a liar because Jesus said the creation of Adam was the beginning. Well, was it or wasn't it? Exodus 20, in the Ten Commandments, God wrote on a rock with his finger, in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is. Said it again in Exodus 31. Well, is it did he or didn't he? The Bible says clearly in Romans 5 and 1 Corinthians 15, nothing died until Adam sinned. Man brought death into the world. Okay. Well, if evolution is true, death brought man into the world. Billions of animals had to die because they weren't quite, le- quite advanced far enough. They died to bring the more advanced forms in. So if evolution is true, billions of years of death brought man into the world. And if the Bible is true, man is the one who brought death into the world. God made a perfect world, man wrecked it. If evolution is true, it was a very imperfect world and man's fixing it. Com- these, these theories could not be more opposite.
0: Do you believe in the doctrine, once saved, always saved, even in the case of extraordinary crimes such as murder, pedophilia, rape?
1: Absolutely. You cannot lose your salvation.
0: And what we call extraordinary crimes
1: may not look that way to God. God sees all sin as sin, any sin. I say if you could lose your salvation, everybody would lose it every day. My salvation depends upon what sacrifice that Jesus made for me. There's only two religions in the world, and that's Cain and Abel. Cain brought his fruit and vegetables and said, God, look what I did for you. You need to accept me because of what I did for you. God wouldn't accept it. Abel brought a lamb, Genesis chapter 4, and God accepted Abel based on that innocent sacrifice, the substitute, the lamb. Adam and Eve made fig leaf clothes. God said, no, no, something has to die. When you sin, there has to be death. The wages of sin is death. Is a death penalty for any sin, any sin, even you know a lustful thought, a stealing a penny, any sin is 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 death penalty. So if you could lose your salvation, everybody would lose it. These people who believe you can lose your salvation, I ask them, well, have you lost yours? They'll say no. Oh, so you think you're righteous? My righteousness is totally because of Jesus Christ, not because of Kenthoven. Now, I want to try to live right and do right and serve God, but it's not because. I'm not worried about losing my sonship. I became a child of God. I got born into his family 52 years ago. And so you can't lose your sonship. You can lose your fellowship with your father. But once you're born into somebody's family, that's an irreversible process. And getting born into God's family is irreversible. You cannot possibly lose it.
0: That is probably one of the most excellent ways I have ever heard that put, I just have to say. My next question is, why do you think violence and death have risen since Christianity was thrown out of the school and evolution taught according to stats?
1: Well, I think it's pretty obvious. We teach the kids, hey, you're nothing but an animal. Then we wonder, why are they acting like animals? Well, Duh. I've I've asked atheists all over the world. I've had 249 debates now uh, at universities and on – internet and I'll, I'll be glad to take on more if you got some atheists call 855 big dino i'll be glad to debate them anytime <laughs> 10 at a time 10 against one if i get half the time there's no interrupting and we talk about one subject at a time so bring them on bring the whole atheist community on but we tell the kids there's there's no uh, right or wrong i've asked them all over if evolution is true how do you tell right from wrong Is abortion right or wrong? Is murder right or wrong? Is premarital sex right or wrong? Is sex with your dog right or wrong? Is anything, is anything wrong? And before you tell me your list of things you think are wrong, I'd like to know how you're measuring this. Where's the standard? I was at a debate one time and I said uh, to this atheist, I said, how do you tell right from wrong? He said, that's easy. He said, I decide what's right and wrong. He said, I'm the God of my own universe. I said, man, I'm glad to hear about that because I'm going to shoot you in five minutes. He said, well, you can't do that. I said, well, sure I can. I'm the God of my own universe. I decided it's fine to shoot you. Well, what's wrong with that? If Where's the standard for right and wrong? Don't all countries have a standard weight, measure, length, you know, volume? America, we have the National Bureau of Standards to protect what exactly is an inch, what exactly is a second. What exactly is a pound we have a a, you have to have a standard that doesn't change and so god gives us a standard of right and wrong don't do this do this he gives us he gives us the measuring tape evolution takes that away that's why i say the theory is not only dumb it's extremely extremely dangerous
0: my next question for you is are you aware that atheists have the highest suicide rate even over that of muslims and the highest substance abuse rate in the world. And what is your thoughts on that?
1: Well, that sounds, I'd I'd like to see how they come up with that that, that number. It sounds reasonable. I mean, why not? If there's no God, things go bad, kill yourself, you know? Suicide rate according to religion. Interesting. Buddhist, Christian, Hindu, Muslim. Wow. Can you send me that? I want to use that, uh, get the source for that
0: sure Um, no problem Buddhists as you know they don't worship a god so you could actually drop that right on atheism the only difference is they meditate more
1: right yeah atheists need to start meditating stop and think you really believe you came from a rock and the rock came from nothing I mean do you really stop and think about that
0: absolutely (laughs) 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 would you like to say more on that or would you like to go to the next question
1: I, I ask him I say guys your theory says a dot smaller than a proton exploded, the Big Bang. Fragments flew off and some of them cooled down and made stars or planets. And the earth began as a hard rocky crust. That's what they teach. I show them right from the textbook. And it rained on these rocks for millions of years and turned them into soup and the soup came alive. So your great, 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 great grandfather was a rock. How can you with a good conscience drive on the highway? This is made out of your ancestors. You're running over grandpa. Stop. Think about it.
0: You probably heard them uh, say that it's just too extraordinary, too unusual to believe a man resurrected three days later into the world. Um, yet they believe in spontaneous generation where billions of life forms came out of rocks and nothingness. Um, why do you think that they hold this one thing is so unusual, but their theory is, just absolutely psychotic.
1: It is so psychotic. And they say, you believe a jackass talked? I say, I, I'm hearing you do it right now. What do you mean? Yeah. But that's a different story. So yeah, they believe, you know, animals learn to talk. They're called humans. So it's so, it is extraordinary that somebody could believe something so bizarre. They're highly educated in other areas. I mean, they might know about Fibonacci number and, and no pi to 20 decimal places. And they might be good at a lot of other things, but they're just blind in this one area. They really think everything created itself and matter came alive. So they don't see a man coming up three days later after he died, or Jonah probably died in the whale, come back three days later. They, they see that as impossible. Well, it is. that would be miraculous. But they got much more in their theory. This rock got rained on, turned to soup, came alive, and that first life form, the amoeba turned into elephants and whales and bacteria and And butterflies and everything everything came from that first life form i think that is just stupid beyond words i can't think of a way to describe how dumb that is
0: i don't suspect they're going to be arguing over jonah and the whale thing too much more often because there's a couple videos out on youtube of people who have actually survived and been swallowed by whales in our modern times so They don't have nothing on that one anymore. My next question for you is, I've been watching your videos for some time, and I noticed you speak on a variety of topics and religious uh, uh, views. But you seem to, obviously, the focus seems to be mainly on creation. Why why do you feel that is the priority over a lot of other things?
1: Well, this is the foundation. This is where it starts. If we are created by God, then... It's logical that God would tell us why he did it and tell us what the rules are. If there's a creator, maybe there are some rules. You know, thou shalt not. Ten Commandments. If a city says we own this street, Main Street, and we're going to pass a law that says the speed limit is now 40 miles an hour. They have the right to do that. It's their property. They own the streets. Okay. So now they, they should do three things. Number one, they should publish the law. They should say on January we 1st, we ordered, we passed an ordinance. Speed limit is now 40. Publish the law. Make it where people, because you can't give you a ticket for a law nobody knew about. Pass a law in secret and then start giving out tickets. Come on. They have to publish it. Then they have to post it. Put up a sign, speed limit 40. Then they have to preserve it. <clears throat> if somebody knocks the speed limit sign down, boy, they're out there right away putting up a new one. Because they want to be able to give a ticket and get the money. <clears throat> so if God is going to be the judge one day it's logical that he would publish his law, post it someplace, and preserve it. I've come to the conclusion after studying this 52 and a half years that God has done that and posted it and preserved it in the King James Bible. I'm unable to find any mistakes in that one. I can show you some serious mistakes in the other ones. So I think just out of pure logic, God is obligated to do that, publish it, post it, preserve it. And I think he did, and I think I've got a copy of it.
0: Would you like to grab you something to drink real quick and yeah, I also perfect. wanted to i also wanted to inform you that um as far as I'm concerned, this interview is uh, i would say a majority of your property, and you can do whatever you like with the interview of course it's gonna mm-hmm. be on my show, but you can you can do whatever it wants put it on d v d or your own channel if you are happy with the uh interview afterwards it's it's real
1: i'm thrilled go ahead i've had this cough for 30 years my mother had it for 50 years so i don't know i guess i inherited it you know having children's hereditary if your parents don't have any you won't either
0: i hear you there are you ready for the next question or do you need to take a sip go ahead okay i was just concerned just concerned all right uh do you think that scientists teach evolution with the deliberate intention to deceive the public or is it just out of the ignorance
1: I think there's you can't put them all in one box I think some really honestly believe it some only teach that dumb theory because it's part of their job you know description you got to teach this to the kids so they they do it out of uh, keep the paycheck rolling in. Some do it out of just ignorance. They've never seen the other side. I've had thousands of them tell me after watching my seminar, after having a debate with them, they'll say, Wow, I never thought of that. You're right. I'm going to quit teaching this stuff. So I think they'd probably be a variety of uh, answers to that question. I don't think you can put them all in one box.
0: Very good. Smokey Saint in the comments ask wondering if Kent thinks old Earth Christians are saved. I already uh, he'd already actually answered that uh, that question from me earlier. You'll want to rewind back after the show and you'll get his answer. And it was pretty good, by the way, too. <laughs> All right. So um, have you always had issue with evolution? Was there a time where you were ever deceived into believing that?
1: Oh, as a brand new Christian, 1969, when I gave my heart to the Lord and got saved, I got a Schofield reference Bible. And in the Schofield Bible, it's his Schofield's notes at the bottom of the King James Bible. He said, well, there's a gap between verse one and verse two called the gap theory that was made up in the 1800s to try to stick billions of years into the Bible. It's completely wrong, but I fell for it for quite a while. Uh, I thought or there's another one said each of the days of creation might be a long period of time. The day age theory. Those are two compromises people came up with in the 1800s to try to stick millions of years into the Bible. Uh, <clears throat> so a person can believe the earth is old and still be saved, as saved as I am. Now, God is going to get mad at them when they get up to heaven and say, look, why didn't you? Why didn't you believe me? I told you nothing died till Adam sinned. I told you man brought death into the world. I mean, he told you I like did it all in six days. He wrote it on a rock with his finger. So <clears throat> I think he'll be a little upset with you He's probably going to be upset with me, me over a couple of things, too. But yeah, being God's child has nothing to do with being perfect. I'm going to heaven because Jesus was perfect, and his righteousness was put onto my account. So I've got his robe of righteousness on me. When God looks down at Kent Hovind, he sees Jesus. Praise God. I don't want him to see me, that's for sure.
0: You had uh, said earlier that you are and i I absolutely believe you because I've seen you in action with atheists. I've seen you knock down some of the biggest ones with your education there um there is uh, old earth creationist Christians. Would you be interested in not getting in a debate or going on or on stage or something like that, but just getting into a panel with them and having discussions on their views? I had a long
1: right. two, two and a half hour debate with Hugh Ross reasons to heave reasons to believe. Uh, he he believes the earth is billions of years old and claims he's a Christian. He's probably more Catholic than anything. I don't know that he's trusted the grace of Jesus Christ. I think he's trusting, you know, the, the more of the works of the church to get him to heaven. Well, that's between him and God. But, yeah, I'd be glad to uh, discuss that with anybody. I think All you
0: got to do is really contact you. Your links are in your descriptions of every video, right?
1: Sure, yep, drdino.com. My phone number, 855-BIG-DINO, extension 3. That's me. I'm talking on it right now.
0: There you go. All right, my next question for you is: uh, Scientists continuously change the story about how those dinosaurs died. They say they say uh, they claim the dinos were completely wiped out by a giant space rock, asteroid, meteorite—take your pick. Then they claim they were killed. They killed each other with farts. Now they claim they escaped the planet killer and the farts and turned into birds. What's your thoughts on that? And by the way, did you know the T-Rex is supposedly a giant chicken at this point?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. They've given what's called a false dichotomy. They give two or three answers, none of which are correct. And you got to choose. If I said which is correct, elephants are orange or elephants are pink? Neither one. They're gray. Okay? So none of the answers they've given are correct. The truth of the matter is man exterminated dinosaurs. They called them dragons. All through history, people have lived with them. They were part of the normal creation with Adam and Eve. See, reptiles never stopped growing, never. So before the flood came, the Bible says the people lived to be 900. Read Genesis chapter 5. And so reptiles living 900 years would get 50 feet long. Dinosaurs were big lizards with Adam and Eve. Noah took them on the ark, probably babies. Just be sure to get a pink one and a blue one. And after the flood, they died from climate change. Because people couldn't live to be 900 anymore. And I should cover my videotape number two. Why? But also people hunted them. My video number three is all about dinosaurs and the thousands of legends of people killing dragons. Well, What what is this? They were killing off the dinosaurs. They just called them a different name. The word dinosaur wasn't made up till 1841. The same animal, just different name.
0: Yeah, I've I've done some research and I've noticed they have sculptures, statues, they have cave drawings of men running around with uh, killing creatures that look just like uh, Stegosaurus, T-Rex, and uh, many other different forms. It's interesting you bring that up. All right, my next question for you is, are you aware they now claim that there are several different animals out there, such as octopus and the squid, that are not from Earth because they can't explain it with evolution. So now they claim these creatures come from space, panspermia.
1: I don't think there's a limit to the depth of stupidity. Uh, Apparently it's unsearchable. Octopus and squid are enemies, first of all, and they are incredibly complicated creatures, like mind-boggling in their complexity. And I can understand how an evolutionist would have a hard time explaining how this creature evolved. It didn't evolve. I think you'd have a hard time explaining how a car came to be without involving humans. I don't think a car could come into existence without humans. It's just not possible. And it's not possible for octopus, a squid, or even a bacteria or an elephant or, or anything to come into existence without a designer. But they're so desperate to eliminate that designer because along with that designer comes the idea of accountability, ownership, and rules. And they don't want God telling them what to do. Okay. We'll see. Judgment day. But yeah, the octopus and the squid are very uh, two, of, two of millions of animals that cannot be explained by evolution. They're saying that's the only two? You're right. You can't explain a mosquito without a designer.
0: You had said you can't get a car into existence from nothingness. I bring the stakes down even lower for the atheists. I say try to bring a toy car into existence without nothing, right? Have well, crew, have-
1: a, a screw. Could you get a screw by lightning striking an iron mine? I mean, or a nut or a bolt or a washer. The DNA molecule in humans is so complex. One cell in your body, and you have probably got 100 trillion of them. One cell in your body is more complex than the space shuttle. The most complex machine ever built by man. Okay, well... How can they believe this happened by chance i i'm I'm baffled
0: all right my next question's a bit of a, a st- uh it's a stat and I want to see what your view are you know on this is atheists claim they don't need the Bible to live a happy moral life. But they are responsible for most school shootings, most serial killers, most rapists. They've never had a positive atheist dictator, and they all have the highest kill rate over all the religions combined due to the fact they've used science and bombs and equipment of modern day to be able to do their thing. They also, of course, I reminded you of the highest substance abuse and suicide rate. Are they deceiving themselves or delusional whenever they say they don't need the Bible to have morals?
1: Well, you got to define the difference between morals and ethics, I think. Uh, you can have, anybody could have rules. An atheist community, an atheist meeting could have rules saying don't speak out of turn. Well, that's their, them one of them putting their authority over everybody else. So you can submit to a lot of authorities besides God. In the military, they submit to authority all the time. You know, kind of unrelated to God. Submit to your private, submit to your corporal. Corporal, submit to your sergeant. It goes on up the chain. So... Yes, I think atheists would be correct in saying it's okay to have maybe ethics. I don't know about morals. Uh to carefully define the terms I think to get a better answer to that one.
0: Okay. All right, fair enough. You were you had said earlier on one of the uh first questions that um you believe that a person, if they believe in God, they should probably believe in what the Bible says whenever it comes to there being a young earth. But do we have to be really technical? Does a Christian have to know the age of the earth down to the month, week, day, hour, second, or will they lose their salvation? Do you go Uh, insane? do they have to be super technical?
1: No, I I don't know the month, day, or hour, or second of the creation. I say, it looks to me like the dates add up to approximately 4004 B.C., I think our calendars off. Geez, we're using what's called the Gregorian calendar, made up by Catholic Pope Gregory. Uh, <clears throat> so this is 2021. 2021 from what? Well, from the birth of Christ. We say, well, we know that's wrong. He got it wrong. Jesus was actually born in three or four BC. So let's assume it's four BC. So this would actually be 2024 from the birth of Christ. But then you got to wonder. Why would we start our calendar with the birth of Christ? What did that change? It was really the death and resurrection that changed everything. We should start it with the death and resurrection. So if he was crucified, and people argue about this, was he 31 or 32 or 33, somewhere in there, he was probably crucified in the year 28 on our current calendar. So 2,000 years from that would be 2028. I wrote a book called What on Earth is About to Happen for Heaven's Sake. It's on our website, Dr. Dino. And I did a video series on that based on the book of Revelation and the book of Daniel. What's coming next? We're headed for a time of great tribulation. And I think it starts this year. I said that when I wrote my book in 2013. I said, I think the tribulation will start in 2021. And it'll go for seven years. And in 2028 will be the rapture if anybody's left alive. To be raptured out in 2028. So I don't, I said this is just a guess on my part. I don't know, obviously, but that's my best guess. So yeah, no, you don't have to know the day or hour of creation. Um, I think the dates do add up to about 6,000 years of human history and a thousand year millennial reign of Christ. It's going to fit perfectly. The six days of creation plus the day of rest is going to be just like the 6,000 year days of God's creation and a thousand year day of rest.
0: All right. The next question I have, as you probably noticed on social media, something that's been getting really popular. And now there's corporations out there who want to silence people who um, uh, teach it. But there are folks out there who believe in a flat earth. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, Kansas is pretty flat. I drove across it a couple of times. But the rest of it's round. <clears throat> so I would say only Kansas gets the flat earth. Um, no, it, it the earth is a big ball. I think the whole flat earth thing is ridiculous. It's a giant distraction. I think it's probably some atheists started that teaching just to see if Christians would fall for it. And they picked a couple Bible verses, you know, and it i I taught Earth Science for 15 years, okay? It, it, the earth is a big round ball spinning through space once every day, and it's it is not flat other than Kansas,
0: okay? All right, this next question is, it's about a woman in history called Madeline O'Hara. She was a part of an American atheist group, was an atheist woman who fought to have Christianity removed from the school and claimed Christians were dangerous and evil, but she and her family were chopped up and murdered by an atheist that she hired. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I feel bad that anybody dies by any means, but uh, it is a point that a man wants to die. She did an awful lot of damage to children. She did an awful lot of damage to the school system. And I'm I'm sad that she died. But her son, William Murray, if I understand it right, became a Christian and was uh, traveling promoting Christianity for quite a while, as opposed to what his mother taught. So certainly she knows better now.
0: Yes, yeah, she had told this uh, young man whenever he was uh, a kid that she wished she would have never had him, that she would have aborted him. And had he been with her at the time, he would be dead too. But she put him out of the house. He ended up becoming a great preacher and uh, in service for God. I think that's a miracle. I don't know how you see that. That was great. All right. My next question for you is this. Um, um, you are aware of the DMT chemical, right?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. I am curious that this, this chemical releases out of the brain when someone is about to die. And it seems to me that nature doesn't care if we suffer or we hurt. It doesn't care when our birthday is, when we're born or die. Why would nature give us a chemical that makes us have a euphoric transition unto death? It seems like only a loving God would do something like that.
1: Yeah, that's a over. It's out of my pay grade. There, that's an interesting su- subject. I mean, I taught biology also, and I love ta- studying that kind of thing. But I don't think nature nature would not do that. Nature nature doesn't do anything. God created it, uh, and uh, it, we follow a code that's in our gen- genetic code. And so all the the chemicals, even emotions. I ask atheists all over, if if evolution is true, why do we have these emotions like love, hatred, uh, envy, jealousy? Where did those come from? Rationality. I say, if you think your brain is nothing but a collection of chemicals that form by chance over billions of years, how can you trust your own thoughts? Maybe your chemicals are in there backwards. I was debating three atheists at once at Embry-Riddle University, and I one guy asked me the question, where did God come from? And my two-minute answer has 70 million views. Just type in, where did God come from by Kent Hovind, and you can watch it uh, on the Internet. It's only two minutes long, but I I, I kicked that uh, that dog as I walked by. You can't even know that your thinking process is logical if you believe in evolution because your brain is nothing but chemicals.
0: My Speaking of chemistry, it's amazing you brought that up because it goes right into the next thing. If there, is, if there were to be no God and we are nothing but chemistry or evolved to slime and slug juice, then how can we have meaning and purpose? Basically, why should we have any value on life, and why not just all become nihilists, no meaning or value?
1: Well, yeah, what is, what is the purpose of life? Just live, produce as many babies as you can, which is another great mystery to me. Why do evolutionists, how do they answer the question, if evolution is true, why did all of the animals and plants learn how to reproduce? All that does is make more mouths to feed, more competition. I mean, if really the strongest survive, you would not want any babies to take care of. But all the animals and all the plants seem to be able to produce and make more babies. Well, how? why would that evolve? Why didn't any of them just simply evolve the ability to live forever? Be a lot smarter. Once you become what you want to be, then you live forever and you take over the world. But no, no. Instead, all the animals learn how to make babies and then die. It just It's bizarre that anybody can believe that theory. I, I'm, I'm baffled.
0: How is it possible that evolution could even work when one of the laws of nature is thermodynamics, uh, the second law of thermodynamics, entropy, that states that all organization will go out into disorder and chaos? It's the reason why we die. It's the reason why things rust. All this issue, it goes in the face of evolution. That's a theory, is whereas the second law is an actual fact. How is this possible?
1: Evolution violates all the laws, first and second law of thermodynamics. You know, where did matter come from? Matter cannot create itself. They believe it did. Everything tends toward disorder. No, no, they believe it's getting more order. Show me the evidence of that. That's why I've said many, many times, evolution is a religion. They really believe in it, and I admire their faith. I don't admire their intelligence, but I do admire their faith. They really believe everything came out by chance. And okay, but it, it there is no observation any place on planet Earth for any animal or plant ever producing a different kind than itself. Every farmer on the planet in the history of the world will tell you, cows produce cows, goats produce goats, corn produces corn. Now you might get a variety of corn and you might decide I'm gonna pick the sweetest ears of corn and crossbreed those and end up with sweet corn. Okay. It's still corn. And the further you get away from the normal, natural, average corn, the more problems you're going to have. Now you got to babysit the dumb thing. You got to, you know, weed eat the field and watch out for predators. Most of the weird varieties we've created, like chihuahuas, how, how, how long would they last in the woods? Turn all the chihuahuas loose in the woods and tell me what you see in six months. None of them would survive. So, The fact that we man can selectively breed a Chihuahua or a Great Dane, that's not evolution. It's still a dog, still the dog kind. There are 339 recognized breeds of dogs by the American Kennel Association. They might have had a common ancestor, a dog. Dogs, wolves, and coyotes might have had a common ancestor. I wouldn't argue with that. Probably did. But it looked like a dog, you know, four legs, tail on the back, nose on the front. Uh, It is recognizable as the dog kind. A four-year-old would look at a coyote and a dog and say they're the same kind, and a coyote and a banana are not the same kind. So it just it amazes me that people, I think, willingly ignorant or blinded by Satan. I just want to help them come to know the Lord. That's all.
0: There's a user out here who respects and admires you and has made videos uh, saying as such. They call themselves, we call them Jill, but they ref- had their name Jesus is Lord. They were wondering if you might be able to answer this. Can, answer you, see, what, can you see the text on this? Okay, screen? I
1: have a question about the RH gene, the rhesus monkey. I've read evolutionists say it proves common descent. <clears throat> There are billions, maybe even trillions of lines of code in your DNA. If one or two of those lines of code happens to match the line of code in a monkey, what would that prove? I bet I'd be willing to find books in my library that have similar sentences by totally different authors. It's just a way of expressing a, a, a thought. So the fact that we have similar genes to other animals might prove we have the same designer. So there are similar genes between all the, many different animals because we have similar body structure. Like uh, all the primates have a bone in their upper arm called the humerus. Okay. Does that prove common ancestor or common designer? That is a good design that works really well. So maybe they should say, wow, same designer made it. I bet we could find the lug nuts from a Chevy truck might fit on a, lug, on the, on a Cadillac. Okay. General Motors builds them both. That's all proof. So, no, I don't think they've got any evidence for evolution from, from that line of thinking. they better try again.
0: <laughs> Very good answer. Very good answer on that. If anyone out there wants to ask some questions, uh, make sure they're respectful and they're decent and they're about the actual subject matter, ladies and gentlemen. All right. How can slime evolve a complicated nervous system with pain receptors? Also, why would the slime break apart into a male and a female? What elements in the environment variables can create a penis or vagina? Excuse my French, but you get the point.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I say, why did any animal learn to reproduce? And which evolved first, the male or the female? I mean, don't you have to have both in the same place at the same time in history? What if the male evolved 100 years before the female? Oh, well, too bad. What if the male evolved in France and the female evolved in, you know, South Pole? They have the whole theory on its face is, is so ludicrous. So, <clears throat> yeah. Just the origin of sex is like, why? Why didn't they just learn to live forever? It's much simpler for the animals that just use they just di- cell division. They just divide. You got mitosis and meiosis. Why don't elephants just get to a certain size and just divide in half and make two elephants? Uh, smaller creatures do that. So it's the, the whole, It's much simpler, logical to say, well, maybe there was a designer. I don't have a problem with that. But the problem is that involves accountability. And that's what some people, they don't want God telling them what to do. So they'd rather say there's no designer. Uh, I think it's completely illogical. Can you hear all that noise in the background? They're putting the siding on our church here.
0: There's a little bit of a buzzing sound, but I can still hear you very, very okay, clearly. I'll,
1: I'll move. I'll move to a different spot and get away from here. <laughs> struggle on a church building here for Dinosaur Adventureland in Lenox, Alabama. Come on down.
0: <laughs> <coughs> I've uh, I've noticed that uh, you've probably heard non-believers say, "Oh, Christians don't like science," even though we make up a majority of the um, of all the revolutionary inventions that have ever come into existence for the past couple thousand years. Why do you think it is that they say that they're all about? asking questions and getting to the truth but whenever it comes down to it whenever you question evolution or question their own world views they become triggered they get all wound up and kick you out or yell at you and all this kind of stuff don't they want the questions
1: no they don't want the questions because i think they know they have to know in the quietness of their own heart that their theory is stupid they've chosen to believe something that is so illogical irrational but it's the only way to get rid of God. They just don't want God telling them what to do. So they'd rather believe they came from a rock. I've debated 249 of them, and I, just, I, can't, I can't get them to see it. But that's what they believe.
0: All right. My next thing is more of the, I guess, a moral type of thing and the experiences you've had. Atheists have been cruel and hateful to you and many other Christians. Why would you want to save them? Why would you want to help people who spit in your eye and throw dirt in your face on a daily basis? Why do this?
1: Well, they're not the enemy. Satan is the enemy. I'll let God take care of him, but they, they work for the enemy and don't know it. And the apostle Paul hated Christians, went around arresting them, having them put in prison and killing them. And he ended up getting saved and became one of the greatest Christians in history and wrote, you know, half the new Testament. So, God can use these people. God can change them. They're not my enemy. They work for the enemy, but they're not the enemy. So I, I still try to get them converted. <clears throat> and any atheists are invited to come down tour to Dinosaur Adventureland. We give tours all the time here of our Science Center, which is really cool. All kinds of activities on science in the Bible.
0: <clears throat> That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Uh, yes, folks, anybody out there, you can ask questions. But if they are not valid, if they have nothing to do with what uh, – Dr. Kenthoven is into. I will not be interested in uh, even letting him know that you have a question if it if it stinks. All right. Next question is, uh, what is your thoughts on uh, things like annihilationism, people who don't believe you actually get tormented in hell, but your soul is simply destroyed out of non-existence?
1: Well, that's a comforting theory. It sounds much better than to say you go to hell and burn forever, but all I can do is say that's not what the book says. And so I've chosen to believe the book. I've never seen it. I've never seen hell. I've never, I don't know. I can tell you what it says. The rich man and Lazarus in Luke 16, Luke 15 in hell. He lifted up his eyes being in torments. Well, now hold it. If you read the story, he was in torments in hell long enough to hold a conversation. So apparently he didn't get annihilated. He said, I'm tormented in these flames. Uh, So I don't think it fits. It doesn't fit the scripture. The annihilation theory doesn't fit what I see the scripture teach.
0: What is your thoughts on Calvinism, such as free will, predestination? It seems as though there's some people out there who believe that God actually moves people to do either the good things they do or the evil things they do. What is your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's a dangerous uh, philosophy and, uh, and religion. Calvinism, John Calvin had five points just with the word tulip, T-U-L-I-P, the total depravity of man, you know, limited atonement, stuff like that. I think all five are wrong. Uh, He's just wrong. I think anybody can be saved for God so loved the world, not God so loved the elect. So Calvinists then have the uh, ability to say, well, that's the way God wanted it. So they can blame God for everything that goes on instead of taking responsibility themselves. So no, I would very... I think some of the Calvinists are really honestly saved. They're going to heaven as much as I am. But there's a, it's a crazy philosophy. The Bible does not teach any of the five points of Calvinism. Anybody can call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God is not willing that any should perish. Well, we've got a book, Why I'm Not a Calvinist. I think it's on our website, drdino.com. If not, call me and I can tell you where to get it. <clears throat>
0: All right, the next question is another mm-hmm. theological discussion I've been noticing happening all over social media. Is uh, works important? People normally and commonly use, are works without faith dead? What is your views on this?
1: Well, the works, works are very important, but what's the motive? When I was my dad's son at home, he expected me to work. He gave me jobs to do. I did not work to become his son. I did not work to stay his son. I worked to please my father. So my motive in working was to please my heaven, my, my earthly father. I work today for the Lord because I want to please the Lord, not because I i don't go to heaven if I don't. Sonship, being born into God's family, is an irreversible process. You ask the Lord to save you. He does. You're now his child. You get born again into the family, John chapter 3. So, <clears throat> When I got born into the family 52 years ago, God takes all of his children and gives them a job. Any wise parent <coughs> will give their children
0: <coughs>
1: me—will give their children a job. When you're little, it might be pick up your toys. When you're bigger, it might be go mow the grass or wash the car. So a, a good parent gives jobs to their children based upon their maturity level. And the Heavenly Father gives jobs to his children. He wants us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Okay, well, go do that. And there's a lot of ways that can be done. I tell people in the military, if you're not going to shoot, at least carry bullets or pay for, the, pay for the bullets or take care of the wounded or do something. So find something to do. <clears throat> if someone says, I, I, God hasn't given me the ability to go preach, okay, well, then pay for the guy who will. Uh, do, if some people have the ability to make money. I mean, that's their gift. And they end up using it to, for their own benefit. Well, I think that's, that's silly. God gave you that ability, that talent, so that you could support missionaries to get the gospel out, not so you can get a new Cadillac every year. All
0: right, the next question I have for you, it may take a moment for you. Um, Three things you'd like to see change about atheism and three things you'd like to see change about Christianity. And someone asked out there, is it possible that atheists and religious people can find common or moral ground?
1: I think we can find common ground in lots of things. We probably all agree in America, you should drive on the right side of the highway. We can agree on that. Uh, We probably all agree uh, on thousands of things. So as far as three things I'd like to change about atheism, very simple, they need to admit there's a creator and then try to figure out, okay, which creator is it? Is it Allah or Buddha or Jehovah? And then do what he says. I think anyone who claims to be an atheist, the Bible calls them a fool, Uh, Psalm 14 and Psalm 51. So you're a fool to not believe in God. I'd be a fool to not believe there was a designer for this bottle cap. Nothing but a piece of plastic, but it's designed to go on a bottle. If I said, I don't think this had a designer, people say, you're crazy. Of course it did. A piece of plastic, a penny, a screw, a nail, everything. It's obvious what's designed. And what's not, if I'd like to see atheists just be honest with themselves and say, wow, there must be a designer. Then the rest will take care of itself.
0: Very good. Very good. All right. So there's a space rock coming to wipe out all life on Earth. And because evolution isn't real, we're not going to be able to turn into birds and fly away. You have five minutes in front of a microphone to speak to the entire world. What would the last words be on that? And then I got one last question. That's it.
1: I would say you have broken God's laws. You've sinned. He has come down to earth and provided a sacrifice. I strongly suggest you accept it. If you burned the neighbor's house down, <clears throat> they came and arrested you and said, "Yo, the guy, two hundred thousand dollars, or you're going to prison." And a rich guy neighbor comes along and says, "Look, I don't want you to go to prison." He writes out a check for two hundred thousand and holding it there, standing there, holding it. You have a choice: accept it or reject it. If you accept the check and pay the bill, you're off the hook. That wasn't your money. The guy who wants the 200,000, he don't care where it comes from. It could come from the moon. It could come from anywhere. He just wants $200,000 or you go to prison. So God, the God of the universe says, you've broken my laws, you go to hell. Now you wanna pay for this yourself or do you wanna get somebody else to pay for it? And that's what Jesus did on the cross. He died and he's standing there holding the check. Would you like to accept my payment for your sins? I said, well, yeah. I, I, I would encourage everybody in the world to, to look at that. Jesus is standing there holding the payment. Accept it. You didn't pay for it, you, but it'll get you off the hook. You won't have to go to hell. Then you'll appreciate the guy who gave you the $200,000. you will say, thank you. You might even decide you want to go to his grass and wash his car for him and serve him. So <clears throat> I think I want to serve my heavenly father because he forgave me. I accepted the check. You, God, would you pay for my sin? And he did. And so I would encourage the whole world to look at that. It's just logical. There is a God. He made some rules. We've broken them. We're guilty. So what do you do about it? You're going to do like Cain and bring your good works and look look what I did for you? That's not going to work. You better have a sacrifice like Abel. And Jesus Christ is the perfect lamb of God that willing and able to come pay for your sins. So, I'd encourage people
0: to take it. Go ahead. I have one last thing to show you, and then I'm going to ask you what are some of the goals for the future? I'd like to get your response on this. I've heard atheists claim that Adolf Hitler was a Christian, but according to Table Talk, as well as some journal information that's been put out there, This is what he was quoted for saying. He said, The best thing is to let Christianity die a natural death. A slow death has something comforting about it. The dogma of Christianity gets worn away by the advances of science. Religion will have to make more and more concessions. Gradually, the myths crumble. When understanding of the universe has become widespread, the Christian doctrine will be convicted of absurdity. This is Adolf Hitler, and we all know what he was about. Did that sound anything like a Christian to you? Well,
1: you know, if Hitler was a Catholic, I would say Catholics are very strongly in the Cain category. They would not be my classification of what it takes to become a Christian. They make good neighbors. They're trying hard to do good, but they're, they're trusting their works like Cain trusted his fruit. Uh, so Hitler was not even a good Catholic, but if he was anything at all, he was Catholic. And he, he was right. He wanted Christianity to die a slow death. He thought, you know, he believed in evolution. He said, one, one race of the humans must be more advanced than the rest. And, of course, he knew who that was. That would be the Germans, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed you know, Norwegians and Germans, the Nordic race. On my video number five of my series, people can get the whole series for 50 bucks, 18 hours. Uh, video five, <clears throat> it's all on uh, drdino.com. I cover the dangers, why evolution theory is dangerous. It's not just a dumb theory. It's a dangerous religion, evolution is. And so I go through how evolution ties in with Hitler and Stalin and Mao Zedong and Pol Pot and the New World Order. People who want a one world government today and the, uh, the vaccine kind of stuff they're doing, pushing for this one world government and eliminate the population. That's what when they came and arrested me for structuring, which I didn't know what that was back in uh, you know what, 20 years ago now, 15 years ago. They said, uh, you're under arrest and get every DVD number five you can find. That's the one they wanted out of my series, part five the dangers of evolution. So, yeah, Hitler believed in evolution, and he thought one race of humans must be more superior. And, of course, that would be the Norwegians and the Germans because they had blonde hair and blue eyes. And I go through Hitler's hit list. He thought Jews were the lowest race on the planet, and it was really good for man if we could wipe out the Jews. That's what Hitler thought. And then after them was blacks. Hitler hated black people. And when Jesse Owens won the most gold medals in the Olympics in Berlin, Germany, Hitler was enraged that a black man beat his German athletes.
0: My last question is, what are some of the future goals that you have for your YouTube channel, the amusement park, all the different things? And also, if you're wanna, if you're reminded of plugging some other uh, material, go for it.
1: Sure. Well, I have a goal in life to try to live as long as possible. I'm going to make dying the last thing I do. I decided that at an early age, so I'm going to try to uh, finish building our dinosaur adventure land here, and then encourage others to go do the same in their state or city or some country. So come on down. Our boot camp starts this Friday. <clears throat> we have speakers coming in, <clears throat> speaking on creation and various topics. Uh, Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and Monday morning. So come on down for boot camp, or just come take a tour. It's free. Bring your camper if you got a place. We have 20 cabin spaces people can stay in. I want to, I guess. Keep winning souls, encouraging others to do the same. That's the whole goal in my life.
0: Very good. Very good. I'm going to say to folks out there, some of you, you kept on putting up there, can I ask questions? And I've said several times you could if you wanted to, as long as they're valid. Folks, uh, if you look into the description of all of Kent Holden's videos, he's got a number. You can get a hold of him as long as you're respectful. He's always shown me in the past couple of years that he's taken time uh, away from whatever he's doing and has always heard me out and showed me love. You've really helped me as a work in progress. I don't know if you uh, remember us talking about this, but I was a former atheist, and I'd call you as well as some others to get help to get away from uh, atheism, get away from the doctrine of evolution, all these different things. And you really helped in my life, really uh, uh, gave me some meaning and value.
1: Well, amen. we'll go share it with somebody else.
0: And I've been doing the best I can, but I'm quite not as uh, talented as you are in the position at this point.
1: <laughs> no, you're doing great. All right, I'll help anywhere I can. <clears throat>
0: Well, no, thank you, Kent. If there's anything else you want to say, if not, you can go about your day and make right. sure those folks out there are tearing your building up.
1: No, everybody go find somebody who can win to the Lord today, witness for the Lord. All right. Thank you, brother. God bless. All right. Bye-bye.